Go to CBSSports.com. Dennis Dodd wrote a terrific column about this. I'm going to get Dennis to talk about it. Dennis, always a pleasure to have you back. Um, this this is no surprise here, although, as you said in your column, giving him an extension when they did was certainly one. But who wants this job now? Who would take this job? Well, even and thanks for having me on. Sure. Uh, beyond, beyond that, what is going to be the job? Yes. What's the NCAA going to look like? I think there's a reason that he's going to stay on um, till 2023. It gives the Board of Governors, who's going to conduct the search, a lot of runway uh, to get those questions answered. Uh, you know, the Constitution is being rewritten in the moment right before our eyes. What's that going to mean? You know, whatever, whoever takes the job is going to have to first and foremost appease the power five and everything they want. Or well, we already know that they're going to bring the hammer and break off probably because they can't. There's no other reason. Um, and then so what does that mean for divisions two and three? I think divisions two and three are fine. I mean, nobody cares about them. There's no controversy. There's no money. So this is going to be all about appeasing the power five. Well, speaking of that, with everything that's out there, if the NCA can't or won't uh, solve issues like the NIL, I don't see Congress doing this either. Dennis, do you? No, I don't. Um, and if they do, be careful what you wish for, because typically and the, the NCA wants a, a partial antitrust exemption so they can rein in NIL. Uh, that's basically the issue. Well, if you're a senator in Michigan or a senator in Texas or one in Florida, it's working pretty good for your athletes right now. They're big collectives. They're making a lot of money. What interest do you have in giving the NCAA an antitrust exemption when now it's really the horse is out of the barn? Whether, whether people like it or not, it's becoming pay-for-play, and whoever can offer the most uh, wins. And it it's not changed from what it was. It just used to be all under the table, and now it's above the table, a lot of it, in NIL. And the coaches are getting frustrated because they're being held accountable. Before, the, those who would dabble in those waters would say, I need that guy. Go get him. I don't care how, how you get him. I just don't want to know. Now they're saying, well, why did we lose that guy? You know, why, why did Tennessee get that quarterback? They're offering $8 million. So it's all out on the table. Now, I don't have any sympathy for the coaches. But that's the way it is right now. Well, let's. Uh, I'm not sure if this is the best or worst scenario, Dennis, but let me throw this out. Congress doesn't want this. The NCAA can't do this. So does that mean the Power Five steps in here? If, if those two things don't happen, is that the next step in your view? I, I think the next president has to keep the Power Five on board so that there is an NCAA. Because we all know that that tournament and all the other revenue that funds these schools comes from football and basketball. And if they're not happy and they leave, then the NCAA is just a bunch of Olympic sports, minor sports that looks like the, what used to be the old AAU, the Amateur Athletic Union. And then, then the Power Five go off and do whatever they do, you know, have their own tournament. The CFP basically runs college football now, so that's happening. Um, but they've got to make sure they're happy, whatever happy means. Is there a scenario, Dennis, when there is no more NCAA? Oh, yeah. No, I, I think so. I mean, let's see, in December of 2020, the Knight Commission, that's a reform 
minded group out of DC uh, made this you know big huge presentation that the CFP should break off and handle Division One uh, or FBS football and just incorporate itself and and do that. Um, in exchange, they would be on the hook for health and medical welfare, which I think is probably going to happen anyway. Um, but basically, calling out uh, football and saying, you know, why, why, you know, why make this how it is now? Let's be real about this. Why don't you guys break off? And it all stems back, really, going down a rabbit hole to uh, the fact that the NCAA doesn't sponsor. FBS football, they have nothing to do with it. It's a division within athletics, and all the money goes to those schools. But those schools still get voting privileges, and that's the problem they had. So, yeah, I, I can see that. It could be – there could be nothing. It could be – the you know, athletics in the college realm might be called uh, the college football playoff. Wow. You know? Yeah. Dennis Dodd, our guest here, columnist for CBS, CBSSports.com. Dennis, look into your crystal ball, and I think this is coming, when there's going to be unionization, when there's going to be yep. whoever's doing this is negotiating with players or some kind of a union. Do you see that? I, I do. Either some sort of collective bargaining, pay for play, which, by the way, we have already. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, and, and those who don't accept that, I hear all these coaches whining about NIL and transfer portal right now you may not like it but you better not go public about it because you either have to adapt or die because these kids will just go somewhere else oh you don't take transfers that most many oh you don't like that I'll just go somewhere else because um, you you've got to be supportive of it none of them like it none of the coaches like it it's just because it, they're upset at roster management and it's stuff we shouldn't care about it's stuff you and i don't care about but it's stuff that comes across their desk that's something more that they have to do. We all have jobs. We have added duties that we don't like. It's harder to keep and assemble a roster. Those who embrace that now are going to win. Nick Saban, um, Kirby Smart, uh, you know, Billy is doing it at Florida. Mm -hmm. So those who do it are going to win. Uh, last couple of things here. Jay Wright leaving kind of hinted at, uh, you know, I don't like some of the changes being made. Uh, that are that are you know in the sport now. Do you see more coaches stepping away, Dennis, because of this? I do. Um, you know, I I'm not close enough to that situation to say, uh, you know, absolutely that that's why he stepped away. I mean, he may be back in the NBA in two years. Yep. He may be back at another school. He's only sixty. So, yeah, is that a factor? Yeah, I think it's absolutely a factor. I just said all these coaches don't like it. But if you don't like it, get out of here. The, the money's pretty good, you know. And the buyouts are even better if you fail. So it, it's just the way it is. But you see a lot of administrators, uh, you know, Bob Boldy, uh, the Big 12 commissioner, this month uh, announced he was going to retire. And I think a lot of that has to do with him. He's 70 years old now. COVID is worn on him. I, I mean, fighting it, not having it, just right. you know, dealing with it as a commissioner. And this stuff we're talking about, he he put uh, two years of his life, two years of his career on the line trying to help develop uh, NIL. He put two years of his career on the line, uh, you know, trying to get the expanded playoff done. You know, neither of those things happen. 
The NCAA gave up on NIL. We know that from July 1st. And the ex- expansion didn't get approved. So at his age, all the things he's done, it's like, why do I need this? You know, And whoever's going to have to negotiate the next Big 12 contract is going to have to live with the next guy, not me. So, you know, good for him. Happy trails. But I do think it is wearing on people. Last question. You've addressed this on the show before, Dennis, but I want, for those who maybe didn't get a chance to hear you, with the CFP not being able to expand the playoff field, where do you see see that now in light of everything else that's going on? Uh, I don't know if we can attach it to NIL or the transfer portal or Mark Emmert or any of this other stuff. I think it was just separate. Uh I think it didn't pass because, oh, I guess maybe it wasn't vetted properly for with three new commissioners coming in. But the big the big move there was when Texas and Oklahoma joined, uh, or what's going to announce that they were interested in the SEC last July. That created a measure of distrust to the point that you had that alliance formed between the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12. Subsequently, they voted against the playoffs, so we know where they're coming from. Yep. And so if I think there was no Texas or Oklahoma, I think the thing would have passed with flying colors. The, the mistake the CFP made was they, they put it out there without being properly vetted among their people. This is, it was about a year ago. I think about a year ago today. They put out a press release, this general press release, saying, oh, we had the CFP meetings. This is what happened, blah, blah, blah. In the 17th paragraph of the press release, they <laughs> dropped this bomb in there. Do you remember this? Yeah. They dropped this bomb in there that we're looking at a playoff model of up to 16 teams. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. That's a separate press release? That's a press conference. That is. They thought they could sneak that by people. They didn't realize the implications. That got, that surprised everybody. And I think put everybody on edge. Like, how is this going to work? How are we going to be involved? I think it'll get done, but it may be a period of years. Well, if you want to see more and read more about Mark Emmert, uh, Dennis Dodd's column on CBSSports.com is there for you to do so. He always does a good job with that. And, Dennis, I always appreciate you. Thanks for taking time.